Hello, friends, and welcome to the Big Black Bear podcast, episode four. Um, I'm very, very happy to say, um, especially with the way I'm feeling, one of the best things to do is to turn the Zoom camera on and see the face of one of the nicest people you're ever going to possibly meet on the internet. I mean, the weird thing is I've never actually met this gentleman in person. We've only ever met, I mean, since covid i probably is uh, online uh but he's an author he's a podcaster he's a producer and officially the nicest man nicest man on the internet giles paley phillips is with me hello giles hi oh, how you doing i'm doing all right i feel like this is going to be a counseling session this one yeah, so well, I apologize. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it i'm here for it <laughs> i apologize uh, for things like that um i mean so, so just as a little back, background for me i've had i've had a, a bad few weeks um, I, I don't know whether it's you, because you're somebody that is very proactive, aren't you? I mean, I I, I didn't realise quite how many podcasts and things that you're involved in. How many are you involved in at the moment? Oh, goodness. I mean, ones that I produce, well, ones that I host myself at the moment, only two, because uh, unfortunately we've we've seen the demise of Blank yeah. in the last few weeks, which has been, which has been, uh, you know, it's been kind of upsetting. But, um, but yeah, I, I produce loads for other people. So, goodness, at the moment... Mm, probably about six or seven i think i do like working on as a producer and like you know doing bits of edits and stuff like that it's the kind of day jobby stuff that you have to kind of do which is a very nice day job um, yeah. i'm not knocking it at all it's you know but it's yeah it's it's that kind of stuff that you just you know pays pays the rent and all that and that's coming up with the ideas of it and as well and um some of some and some really yeah some of it's stuff that's already been established that i've come on to help with and um and then other stuff, I, I do stuff for a marketing company and I and I help them with, it's like an extension of their their sort of marketing arm. So they offer right. like podcasts as a, you know, it's, it's, it's a way of creating lots of content for people these days. So, you know, if, you're, if you've got a brand or a business that you want to like get information out there, then you, know, you have a conversation with your clients or your, you know, businesses that you work with. And then you've got all that social media content that you can pull out of it. So it's cool. It's, yeah. It's really yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, because one thing I was thinking, especially in the way I've been, you know, I've been going through this, I'll call it a depression for the last sort of three or four weeks. And it's weird that when a couple of weeks ago, the first thing I thought about was, I want to start a podcast about this. And it was the one positive thing out of everything mm. that was going through my mind. Now, I'm of a different level, and I don't mean a higher level than you, Giles, because podcasting and things like that, that's your job. I do it as a hobby, as a thing that I enjoy, where you do mm. it, that this is, like you said, it pays the rent. Mm. So where, if you're not having 100%, or I mean, to be honest, I would take a 55% positive day at the moment, mm. how do you deal with that? Because for me, I can go, as I have done, and I'll come to a bit more in detail of that later. But I've said, I've met messaged people and said, I'm, I'm just not up to it. I can't do it today. And there's no, I don't want to say paymaster because that makes it sound very official, but, but there's no one above me going, hang on a minute, you know, we're paying you for this. How do you deal with that when it's part of like you are, like you say, your actual day job? Yeah, it's a trick. It's so tricky because I've been mean, like any, I guess, but like any job, like, you know, when it's a job, you you kind of um i haven't got an hr department that i yeah. can go to and say uh by the way i'm not feeling quite up to it today i mean there have been times where you know like if i'm not in a good way then like you know i can i can reach out to the people that you know i have to invoice and say look i can't do it for whatever reason 
But for the, yeah, for the most point part, it's you know I'm not going to get any sick pay or anything, so I need to like crack on, and uh, um, I can't take really take mental health days or anything like that. Really, um, you just have to kind of go go in there and do it, and and yeah, and 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 yes, that can be very challenging. It mm. can be very challenging, especially like I suppose when, particularly if you're like kind of being the host and stuff. I mean, there's been there's been um, episodes of Blank where I've not been in the best place, and and um, but. What I found, and what this is one of the great things about podcasting, is when, and and I think because having a connection with someone, talking to someone, even if you're talking about something completely different, not talking about mental health issues, I think just having that connection and being in there talking to people, that kind of eases the pain somewhat in some way. I think just having that, I think we're such social animals, like having that that opportunity to just to talk to someone, and I. I would 100% say that, and this happens a lot with Sophie and I have been doing this podcast, Unquestionable, mm-hmm. all the time, we'll be there'll be something going on in one of our lives and or something that we've been discussing that we've had going on together. And it was the very subject or the very area that we're concerned about or have a problem with will suddenly appear to us, even in a conversation or it'd be something with, we, from, a, from a previous podcast that we were editing like oh my god like that we were talking about that very thing there's been times where we've been in doing an interview and we've been discussing some issue you know what some like anxiety issue or mental health or whatever or not having an argument with someone or whatever or putting up boundaries whatever it might be and we'll be in the interview having an interview and that subject will come up like magically just come up and we'll get some i don't know some amazing moment of realization or someone will say something really poignant and you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's, I really needed to hear that today. So I mean, going back to the idea of podcasting as being something actually, you know, sometimes it's difficult to do when you're in a difficult place or having a challenging time. Actually, often it has brought out moments where you're like, oh, okay, I can, I I can reflect on where I'm feeling. And actually that's really been very useful for me. Mm. Um, comforting I guess yeah I mean I've I've found over the last couple of weeks things like the other podcast that we do the top 10 one mm. it, ta- it it takes your brain completely out of everything and the other weird thing is is that like the last week I've been suffering from kidney stones mm. I haven't thought about my depression once in that week because every time I think about something it's this throbbing pain in my side so it's weird how your brain will... I mean, I don't think I compartmentalise stuff well enough. I layer it on. And I keep layering it on and layering it on until it eventually, like, the bag breaks. And then just the badness. And the, the big black bear comes and, and the claws are in my back and that's it. Whereas I I, I feel like you're quite good at compartmenting. Like, my wife is amazing at, like, saying, right, that doesn't matter at the moment. Let's put this to one side and worry about it another time. And let's concentrate on the job in hand. I'm I can't do that. And I think when you do things, and I think that's another reason why I get so down when I have to cancel, whether it's a singing gig or whether it's a a, a podcast, because I know that that little sliver of two and two to three hours, my brain will be filled with something else apart from the pain, whether physically or mentally, that I'm going through at that time. Is is do you feel that's right? Do you compartmentalize things? well do you feel or um do i i don't know actually i think same with my wife she's very good at doing that as well and um it's very good at sort of 
getting me to see that more. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I do better than I actually think I do. Um, I wouldn't have said I was good at doing that, but but you don't, you don't know. I suppose when you're in the in the moment of stuff, maybe no. you, you find another layer. It's interesting you say about music as well because I think um, that that's that, that's really hard when you're having to say no to music stuff because I feel like music's such a healing process, mm. and I think yeah, I think. If, if you're if you're not able to do the those things that you love then you know that that's really hard and i i really feel for you in those moments because i i know for me like when i'm in a difficult place the things i tend to turn to are those things that i love um you know specifically you know whether it is like just listening to music or whatever yeah. it might be you know and that's a funny thing about depression that it it kind of you're you're only focus is like on for me it's often like just ruminating stuff just yeah just ruminations just continually going round and round and round about whatever might be going on in my life at that point and it, it and your focus goes away from all those all those things that you love and actually the things that you love doing and all those things are actually exactly what you need at that moment mm. it's the fucking absolutely yeah, i don't know I'm swearing on yeah you can swear uh, no, yeah you know yeah, it's the fucking um, um <laughs> you can say what you want. <laughs> yeah it's the irony though isn't it? it's the dreaded irony of these things that um the thing that the things that we actually desire the most in those moments are the things that we can't get to mm. you know, or don't allow ourselves to get mm -hmm. to. but also see i find i get very very emotional when it comes to music whether i'm in a depression or whether i'm not mm. i will i will cry at songs at the drop of a hat or my bottom lip will just start quivering and it's a double-edged sword because I've had times where I haven't been able to physically sing a song mm. out loud because I get emotional. Maybe, maybe my family's there or maybe a couple of my kids are at a venue where I'm singing. There'll be times when I I can feel the, the the emotion getting caught up in my throat. And it's and I did feel, because I, I was supposed to sing as we're recording this tonight, and I had to cancel. And the whole um, emotional guilt of letting everybody down and then the thing that i am like my wife will say i'm famous for is putting my thought my thoughts from someone else's mind yeah, i yeah, think yeah. i'm thinking that they get my message saying i'm sorry i'm not going to be able to do it and then go well we'll never fucking have him again what a waste of fucking yeah, yeah. space what a, what a pain in the ass for letting us down in the last minute they'll send me a message back saying you know poor oh my god i'm so sorry i hope you're okay you just get yourself right and all I can think in my mind's eye is them typing it through gritted teeth going, fucking asshole, yeah. fucking let us down. I can't believe it. When I know that they're not, but in my mind, that's exactly what I'm thinking that they're doing. Yeah, it's mind, re mind reading. We, yeah. We, we, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, um, so I did a course of CBT recently, which has been amazing, and I can hardly recommend it if you've never done it. Um, and, um, yeah, that was that came up a lot, like mind reading and... and um, yeah, you're just second guessing everything where everyone else is thinking, and um, it's it's never it's never what you think it is in your no, head. No, it's never it's literally never ever what you think in your head. You know, you you know it might be like uh, oh, you get a call from the boss to come and have a meeting, and you're like oh shit, like um, what did I do wrong? Uh, oh, maybe they're letting they're letting me go or whatever it might be, and then you go in and it's like oh, actually we we just want you to do more hours or whatever it might be. It's never ever the thing. That you you, you do. And, and that's the again for me is the rumination i just ruminate on those things and, and i'm sure you're the same yeah and you just think we just go straight to like catastrophizing the worst possible situation um 
you know, for you, like thinking that, oh, they're never going to want me to sing again. They're never, you know, oh, that, that could be my last gig. Well, you know, uh, and it's, it's never I never even thing. thought of that. Oh, Giles, thanks for Oh, that. sorry, sorry. No, no, no but sorry. <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Yeah, but, no, but is that thing, they, 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 those are things, because that's the things I think as well. I, I totally get it because, that, that you know, I, I go there as well. I'm a terrible catastrophizer. Yeah. Always work it, working in worst case scenarios. Um, which in some, like in some situation, it's quite, po- you can be quite a positive thing if you think, I, I, okay, if I think that thing's not going to happen, then I, I won't, I, it'll mean that I won't end up getting feeling shitty about it if, if it doesn't happen or whatever it might be. But then at the same time, when you're in this position where you feel like you are letting people down or you're, um, I mean, I'm a terrible people pleaser. So I like, you know, I feel like I'm letting people down constantly. Yeah. If it's felt like that for me, like literally hour by hour over the last five or six days, well, last three or four days, especially yesterday was a really, for some reason, a really bad emotional day. I was like, every time my wife asked me a question, I just was like crying. And it was just like, because I knew where it was coming from because it was just the fact that I was feeling I'd with this whole kidney stone thing. I thought during the night that I'd passed the stone because I've right. been, and it's a bit graphic, sorry everyone, but I've been weeing into a sieve for the last like 48 hours since I've been to the, went to the hospital. And they said, just check it, make sure everything's okay. And there was something in, during one of these wheeze. So my mind straight away, as I was walking back to bed, thought, oh, that's it. I'm like, I'm over it now. And then I had the worst night of, of pain that night and I never got any sleep. And then my wife would like say very compartmentalized was saying, well, that's probably your kidneys just, you know, getting yourself, getting themselves back to normal. Don't worry about it. But I've, but since then it's been a constant, like I would say the pain now is about a three or four. So that's not too bad, but I know that it's got to start working itself back to being normal again. And it just gets to that point where I think you get to that low ebb and everything and anything will make you like emotional you know and, mm. and and it is that constant layering of um i had another podcast i was supposed to do on friday that i had to cancel i had a dinner date uh, uh with a friend uh with, with uh, um, a friend on thursday that i had to cancel so all these things that you're cancelling that and that put that mind transference of, of yeah they're all disappointed with me where they're not like every one of them sent a message bank you just make sure you get yourself right you make sure you get yourself you know, good and, and back to fighting fitness. And then we can do, we can always do it another time. And that's, I yeah, think exactly, the thing yeah. is like, it's never like you just said about, well, that could be the last gig. You know, it's not, there'll be another gig. There'll be another of dinner course, day. Yeah. You know, there's always another tomorrow kind of thing. Um, but in regard, I, I'm, I'm sort of fascinated with the fact that again, I can be as much as I'm not relaxed. I can be quite relaxed about sending a message and saying, I can't sing tonight. I'm terribly sorry. It must it must add pressure because I mean you as as a self employed person having to go through the whole rigmarole of of COVID to start with mm. must have been for your mental health a, a massive strain. Yeah, it it was, but also actually, ironically, um, I got I got I, I was really busy over COVID, so I didn't. It, 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 Lots of elements of the COVID period were, were actually, um, obviously, they were incredibly challenging yeah. for everybody. Um, as as a family, we really figured ourselves out a lot. Like, as in, and what I mean is that we kind of figured out how we all tick. Now, I I realised the thing that I struggled with is because I I 
love going and talking to people. There's a little cafe in my town that I go every day. I go and chat to people. I love talking to people. I love having, you know, I think we all, I thought, always thought that I was probably a bit of an introvert. Because right. I, you know, I used to be a shy kid and blah blah blah. But I'm not. I'm a. I'm a massive extrovert. I need people all the time. I need to see people. I'm the person who's at the end of the party going, "Oh, where are we going next?" You know, I, I'm like, "Come on, let's keep going." Um, and I realised that my the rest of the family are massive introverts. Like my wife's a big introvert. My uh, my kids are really big introverts. And so for us, we kind of worked out how we all how we all kind of go about our bit days like and i think so that side of stuff i struggled with because i couldn't see people but with regards to work and stuff actually i i ended up being a lot busier and loads of people started podcasts in the COVID. They sure did. Um, so right actually i actually yeah yeah so for me those things and actually i got on with doing a lot of writing and there was lots of things i could do so work-wise it wasn't challenging but i did find the social stuff challenging and that i it was good to figure that stuff out, but it was also very challenging not being able to go and see people and, and hang out and stuff like that. That stuff I really struggled with. Mm. And I know that that stuff does affect me in which I have to go and do, I have to go to this cafe in every day because I, you know, and I've got to know all the staff and we, you know, I've got, I've become friends with everybody. I have to go there every day because I need it. It's like, um, you know, I, I've got, I'm, I'm a, I've got ADHD and I, and I need good dopamine fixes regularly and going and hanging out with people and talking to them connecting and chatting is one of my rich dopamine fixes um so that stuff is yeah is pretty vital to me really on a daily basis otherwise i do i do find that i it affects me quite heavily mm. um but i think covid was good for finding that stuff out right for me. right so when you're doing like doing the blank pod and unquestionable how liberating was it when you could be in a room with your guests as opposed to doing it over over zoom oh i mean it's been really great with you with uh, unquestionable to go and actually sit in rooms with people i think you do get that energy off off other people that is it's i don't know you can't really replicate here yeah. but having said that it's been it was you know it's great that the benefit also having zoom is that you can talk to people wherever whenever kind of thing and you know that's there's something to be said for that and i think that again that was in in covid like during the pandemic that was just to be able to have that it was really you know um com comforting to be able to actually still do the pod and carry on doing stuff you know because I, I, I think i was at the beginning of like the pandemic jim and i were like for blank we were like Mm, do you, we need to have to take a break for a bit now if we take if we'd done that we probably wouldn't have like made another podcast probably um but the fact that we were able to do it over zoom and stuff that was really really useful and 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 but i think you're right i think actually meeting up with people is for me is like um that extra layer of i don't know um just having that energy in the room, you can feel it sort of palpable almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was going to say I'll let I'll forever be thankful for, for COVID. That's not the right thing to put. Mm. But uh, for, for Zoom and that, because if we're under in for Zoom, we'd have never uh, spoken for the first time. It would, it's, a kind, it's a kind of weird thing that mm. I think for um, podcasters of our level, it definitely 
opened up the world a lot more in the fact that you could get and and because a lot of not necessarily yourself but a lot of actors and that during that time mm. had nothing to do so so you know when when you when i can remember sending messages and that to certain actors and saying oh any chance you come on our podcast oh terribly busy sorry can't they yeah, never had yeah, an yeah. excuse during during covid you knew yeah. that they weren't doing anything yeah um so we managed to get sort of quite you know, got access to quite a few people that you would never would have in any other circumstances um, but it's weird because we always used to have in this very room that this is where we used to do our podcasts and since COVID. So what was that for over three years now? Mm. We, we haven't had, it's always been on zoom. And I must admit, like you say, I do miss that, that sort of face to face. Mm. Um, there's definitely a different kind of vibe. I think when you've got the person right there in front of you, as opposed to two screens in front of you. Mm, it's a definitely a different way of doing it. I've noticed that massively, actually, going back to doing it with um, with Soph. And, um, yeah, it's a, there's a different – you bring a different energy to it as well, like as a, as a, as a host. I think I'm probably more on my toes in, mm. in, in real life yeah. than I am on Zoom. It's, it's weird. I do think it's it's also it's easier to stifle a yawn on Zoom than it is when you've got the person. <laughs> yeah, it definitely when is. When you've yeah. got the person right in front of you. <laughs> So, so how how is the unquestionable podcast going? Because, like I say, I'm absolutely gutted for you in regards to blank. I don't know what you can or can't say in regards to why it's gone away, but it was a great podcast. I mean, you had some amazing guests Thank on you. there. Um, uh, but that is now is that now sort of completely dead and buried? Or yeah, so yeah, we had sort of um, I can't say too much because we had like so yeah, we had sort of some contractual kind of disagreements. And um, do you know what that? But it, I, I, sometimes these moments are gifts you know I, i've a friend of mine been for a project recently that didn't work out and i i said you know what it's a gift because actually jim and i just got so much other stuff on and then it, you you can't put that energy back into that thing that you know that you love and we don't want to do it half-heartedly no no um and you know it's been amazing like it's opened so many doors for me i've had so many wonderful conversations with people and um i think we just both of us were like mutually like do you know what i think i think time to call this a day really like it just feels i think when you just feel it in your gut almost like that do you know what i don't know if I, we really you know we i think if we if we wanted to do it more we would we would we'd be we would find a way, a way to we'd yeah, find yeah. a way and i think it was a it was a good signal from the universe that actually do you know what that's that's you know we've got lots of other things going on jim's doing loads of filming and He's doing like a load of online TV stuff, which is he's he loves doing that, and that's the thing that really lights him up. So, and he's got loads of he does you know he's got a really successful TikTok site and stuff. So he's always making content, and you know that's cool. It's groovy. Like I'm like, and and the thing is as well, you can, I think it, with these things you can carry on trying to do it, and then you end up like getting pissed off with one another and all that. Kind. I don't want it to be. We, you know, we don't want it to be. That. We want to we want it to end on a high kind of thing. You know that. Yeah, we've, we've gone out on our own terms and all that kind of stuff. We don't want it to kind of just peter away like, you know, like some projects do. So it's not it's nice to be able to sort of have that autonomy over it. But um, yeah, it was. But at the same time, yeah, it has been kind of like upsetting because it's our little baby, you know. Mm. Um, Does it end up so, being a little bit like a an itch you can't scratch? To talk sort of like from the, the mental health side in the fact that I mean, I, I don't suppose you really had it. it, it it's your decision to sort of say, yeah, we're not going to do it anymore. But it, if if the whole contract thing hadn't happened, you'd still be doing it, I'd assume. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And yes, I think I will miss that aspect of it. I mean, we we talk on the, you know, obviously with um, Unquestionable, we, we we go in that area, but it's not quite as focused. It's more about self development stuff. It's actually, like a you know a slightly different kind of concept altogether. But yeah, I I think I will miss those kind of candid conversations that that are very organically moving towards like people's mental health we don't it's not like we go out to talk about mental health necessarily but it always comes up you know um and i think i will miss that aspect of it um for sure i'm really lucky though and i say this time because i've got i've got other outlets for my mental health i've got my writing mm-hmm. i've got music i still play music i play in a couple of bands um i will always find something to get my mental health um, to be able to process my mental health through art in some way. Mm. Um, so I, I always feel really grateful for that, that I've got that because I know not everybody does have that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I always lead, that's what I mean. When I have those difficult times, I would do try and lean into like the things that I'm already doing, like, like music, you know, like writing lyrics and writing songs and playing, um, or, or writing, you know, the writing always has been a real good, um, crutch for that kind of stuff yeah so yeah i i think even taking blank out of the equation i will find some way of finding a, an art form to to like um i don't know spew my guts out <laughs> do you do you check in on yourself like mental health wise every day or every week or is it like do you think i'm having a little bit of a dip so maybe i just feel like i need to write a book or play some music because i don't i don't do that it tends to be when the dark clouds come through and the the big black bear is coming through that's when i think shit i'm I'm in trouble i don't tend to look at it i I don't know whether you should i don't know whether it's the thing that uh you know a a, a psychotherapist would say you shouldn't really be Mm. looking at yourself that much every day but i don't know what do you do yeah i've always been reactive i've never been proactive about these things i think Having, like I said, I've done this course of CBT and it's been very useful for learning some new skills. Um, I mean, the big thing about CBT is you get like loads of homework that you have to do, like stuff that you've got to do. You know, you're unpicking, you know, I'm 46 years old, I'm unpicking 46 years pretty much of thought patterns and traumas. And then, you know, trying to rework that stuff, you know, it takes time. Um, there's lots of exercises that they kind of give you to do around like, yeah, that kind of checking in thing. Like if you're in a moment of anxiety or depression that you're going in and then you're, you know, you're writing out what those, how that's manifesting itself kind of mentally and physically, and then going through those different processes to figure out actually you know, why, why you, why your thought patterns are like that and how you can actually change them and think differently about them. So I've started to a bit, but it's really difficult to do that. I think like it's, you know, being self it's a being um introspective and and reflective is really hard i think i i still i think i will always struggle with that i don't you know because i think there's too many other things that i like go to like i say ruminating and people pleasing and and yeah i i i i don't do it and i think i think we probably should all be doing that really I think it is only in that. Sorry, I was going to say. I mm. think it is only in those moments when you're, when I'm like maybe writing something or doing something, and I'll, I'll be looking at it and think, oh shit, like I should have been um, 
I should have been checking in on myself, like, because if I'm writing that, I'm probably not 100% groovy. <laughs> well, I don't know whether it's, it's because you saying that and it makes me think it's sort of like it's, it's that kind of thing I, I'd rather not know. If I'm mm. if I'm pottering around and I'm I'm fine and I'm and everything's great and everything's like it's a nice straight road, nice and level, and everything's fine. Do I really want to every day be digging into myself mm. and then because then I might I might actually find something that then all of a sudden makes the road a bit bumpy and all of a sudden before I know it I've got a massive fucking hill to climb. Yeah, and I don't know whether it's sort of it kind of makes me think it's the same as like. You should always check yourself, always check yourself for lumps and bumps and stuff. And I think if I check myself, I might find something. Yeah. And if I find something, that's a whole fucking heap of trouble. And I know that yeah. you should because the earlier you find it and all that stuff, but I kind of don't want to know. And I don't know whether that adds more anxiety because then you'll think you're... I said this on, I think, the episode with Charlotte, who was a psychotherapist, that I look at myself and I see a lot of people that talk about mental health and they say like yourself there's a lot of trauma in their past thinking about it now i can't i had a wonderful childhood I, i'm very very lucky that i had a, a a wonderful mum and dad a very young mum and dad who are still with me so i haven't had to go through that loss yet and i know that i sooner or later i will have to and i don't know how i'll react to that i really don't know but as every day goes on i know i'm getting closer and closer to having to deal with that kind mm. of loss and it does worry me. It really because I get, you know, these these bouts of depression and anxiety over nothing. So how the hell am I going to react when something as cataclysmic as that is going to happen? I don't really know if there's a question there, Charles. <laughs> I was just trying to think. It just it was what you just said. Then it really made me think that it's like if you start rummaging around, mm. you might be you might worry about what you find. Well, yeah, and no, I'd probably say that I've been in that situation before where I've been thinking I need to rummage around and like don't want to go there um but I do I do think like it, if I, I totally hear what you're saying I think that's it that it, there is something to be said for that for sure like do you want to be going down that rabbit hole um is that just me being a coward though is that me just not wanting to face up and be a man about it and think that you need to face these up and 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 face them head on well, I don't think it's about being a coward. I don't think it's cowardly. I think you know how your depression manifests itself. So you don't want to be feeling that way. So I don't think that's cowardly. Like, I don't think... Literally you know, that... poking the bear. Literally, yeah, literally. you are. Yeah. yeah. And uh, But then I guess uh, I guess to work through some of these things, we get, I guess we do have to do the work. Like, it's, um, you know, I think when you're working on yourself, it is work. So it's not going to be necessarily easy. Um I think like it was I've done, I haven't done a lot of therapy in my life. I've had group therapy before, like when I was you know, after my dad died, I went through a group therapy thing, which was weird. And I would never really recommend it to anybody, but I'm sure it works for some. Um, and that, yeah, I didn't really get much out of that. But I think doing this sort of CBT recently has really opened my eyes to the idea that actually when you do dig around a little bit, and you do start to figure yourself out a little bit more of that, that how beneficial that can be. Now, I'm not saying like I can, like I'm going to be amazing going forward. I'm going to be like the happiest man in the world. But I think just having some ideas and um, and like giving yourself some practices to do going forward, I think is it can only be beneficial, really. 
um i'm not gonna say yeah i'm not saying that i'm never gonna be depressed or anxious ever again no no of course it's impossible not to do those things but like i think i don't know i think we all we, we could all do with a little bit of rummaging sometimes um and as 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 yeah as painful as it might be and it is and it can it is painful like there was some of the sessions i was coming out of i was like i don't want to do it anymore that's that was fucking horrible yeah you know that so feeling so triggered by so many things that were going and um when people pick up on it like i'm my therapist mary her name was she's very nice she would be like you're finding today really hard aren't you and i'm like yeah because you know i'd be shutting down like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to talk about this um uh but then like you go back the next week and you're like do you know what i feel i've i've thought about what we were doing last week and actually yeah i'm i'm, I'm okay i'm feeling all right it hasn't having lasting damage let's let's go again kind of thing so yeah i i don't know it's not for everybody those sort of things and i'm not you know i'm not here to like just bang on about how great cbt is there's loads of great therapies out there i think we could all we can i mean it's again going back to that connecting and talking about things i think i don't know i i'll know coming off this call today i'm going to feel uplifted even though we're talking about challenging things i know that it will I'll be thinking, oh, good. I had the, you know, I had a really candid conversation with Hav about all these things that maybe I'm thinking about myself at the moment, and I'll feel better for it. So I think yeah. there's a benefit for talking, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've only ever tried um, CBT once when I had a bit of a breakdown of like five or six years ago now, and I don't know. I don't know whether it was when you did yours. Were you in a room with somebody talking? to somebody no, was we were it? Over, it was on, over zoom yeah. yeah i did it over a, like a phone call and it really for me and i said this on a previous episode it just felt to me the person i was talking to was checking things off a list it didn't feel mm. very human to me and it kind of put it put me off it a little bit um now i don't i'm, I'm not i'm not a spiritual kind of person i don't sort of believe in any of that side of thing do you feel to get the most out of something like cbt you've got to be a bit spiritual and in in touch with your like inner self and that kind of thing or not i don't, I don't think so I, and interesting you're saying about like the you know that maybe not having the having the right therapist i think sometimes it's about having the right right person to do it with like right. you know i funny enough mary my the first couple of sessions we had i was like i'm not sure if we i don't know there doesn't seem like the right energy here and then we sort of got through it and then actually I was like, you know what, she's really she's actually really good. And right. uh, and 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 we had a rapport and stuff. And um but I think it is about finding the right person. I think sometimes, you know, you might get I mean it's human nature to not you know, we're not gonna have the same thing with everybody. So perhaps maybe it wasn't the right person. I'm not saying that's it, it CBT might not be the thing for you. I mean yeah, it might yeah, not yeah. be like it's you know, there's lots of different things out there. Um but yeah, I, um, what was your question again? <laughs> uh, you know what, Giles? I was just listening to you and listening to your voice. I've forgotten as well. <laughs> I think it was more of the spirituality thing. Oh, the, the spirituality, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I don't... Are I'm you not just sure. mesmerising yeah, me not... with what you say, you see? And it's just like, I'm just... I'm, I yeah. <laughs> well, I do think, I do think, like, so I think, yeah, it's... Um, yeah. I'm not so... I, sometimes you can get put off these things. I, I've talked to my friend recently who's, who's had several different therapists and and they haven't been right but he's wanted to pursue the faith feels like he's got stuff he wants to work through he's eventually found someone that he's absolutely loves and it's working so well for him and he's right. a, you know because he's found the right person to do it with so i think there is sometimes that, that 
that human connection has to be right. But I think doing it over the phone is tricky. I don't I know. But spirituality, I don't know if you need to have any spirituality with CBT, really. I think it's a, it's workmanlike, like for want of a better phrase, CBT. It's kind of a working through these processes of why you think the way you do and how you break cycles. I mean, that's what we did um, when I was doing it. Um, it was about like... So you think this and then it leads you to this and then it then those thoughts manifest physically in you. And then because you get manifest because you're having physical manifestations like anxiety, feeling down, and or or actually physically feeling, you know, sick or like not in the stomach, those kind of things, heart palpitations, then you got then you're leading on to like the the worst feelings, the feeling down, the feeling depressed, blah, blah, blah. And it just goes around in this circle again and again and again. And you're trying to break this circle at some point so that you don't keep going round and round and round. Because that's what happens. And then you're ruminating. You just keep going round and round and round. Um, and you're mind reading and you're doing all this. You know, I'm going to send you a video that, I, that, that my therapist sent me um, about all those things. How like how we you know how the, our thought processes work? I, I played to my son, my son, my youngest. Um, he he suffers. He's had like very difficult like um, teenage years. He's been very um, uh, very angsty. Which you know a lot of teenagers get, but he's yeah, really yeah. struggled. He's he's really struggled with his mental health. Yeah. Um, and we sat and watched this video, and you I could just see like he was like, oh shit, that's that's me. Oh, and that's me. Oh, and that. Oh, and that's me as well. Oh, all of these things are me, and it's just that dawning realization that actually these things are—I don't want to say fixable, but they're things that you can work on. Have the tools as a, as a, to try and have the, and yeah. you get put the tools in place. So uh, yeah. Anyway, I've I've gone off on a tangent, but with regards to spirituality, I don't know if you need to be particularly spiritual for um, for CBT. No. Well, I, I I do feel that one of the results of doing the podcast is that I'm gonna I'm gonna look at some kind of therapy, get some kind just to just to because I'm not I mean I, I'm talking here as somebody that suffers from depression, not as somebody who is a professional, you know. And it, it was fascinating talking to Charlotte um, on our second episode because obviously she's coming in from somebody that has dealt with both sides. She's dealt with depression and anxiety and trauma in her life, but she's also now it's a psychotherapist so she's seeing it from both sides so it's fascinating having that but mm. um i just wanted to say a bit more about um unquestionable as well because um mm. on our other podcast we've had sophie as a guest and uh, uh, you know you, you've become just a, a a massive friend to us now just um n well i would hate not just from podcasting i you know i'm really yeah i'm still i'm still waiting for that curry with you and uh nick campbell that we talked about <laughs> i know we, we need to do about. that don't we <laughs> We talked about that during COVID. That was, wasn't it? I know. Yeah, um, he's not. He's not. He's not kept up the his end of the bargain. He absolutely hasn't. You will have to. Uh, you'll have to get on his ass for that. Definitely. I um, will. Uh, so, obviously, unquestionable is is carrying on. And again, I I don't know how you do it. It's, it does. It's kind of like the vibe I want from this podcast is where you feel like you're just dropping in on a conversation with a couple of people that you are friends with. How did that? How did that podcast come about? Oh, well, I mean, Sophie and I are like, just like thick as thieves, we're best mates. And we've been um, like, she lives only up, lives up the road for me. So we like hang out all the time. Yeah, I've been, you know, I've been like a big champion of her work. Like, I think she's just incredible. 
and um yeah we just become mates and we um we were talking about i keep saying to her you should do a podcast like i know like I think, you know, I think I can see her doing broadcasting of some sort at some point. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, very natural, yeah. Yeah, and I and I said, like, you should do a podcast. I think, and then for ages I was saying, you, like, giving her loads of ideas and stuff. And then I was like, should we just do one together? Because that, like, you know, we've, you know, we've like, we're so close and fond of each other. Like, why don't we just do it together? And it'll be easy because it'll be you and me doing it. And, um, you know, we can talk about the stuff that we talk about outside of, you know, this is sort of stuff we talk on the podcast is stuff we're talking about all the time. You know, like we've done them, um, we've done manif- manifestation kind of courses together and self-development stuff. And, you know, she's super into that stuff. And I, you know, I'm always happy to talk about it, with, you know, with her. And you know, it's just the stuff that we're into. So she didn't want to do it about art and stuff. That's her day job. She wanted to talk about the stuff that she's interested in. So that's kind of how it came about. And then it was really quick. Like I said, I said that should we do a podcast? She got excited about it. And then like a week later we were making the artwork and like coming up with the idea and the concept and the name. And like I was booking guests and we were like straight in there with it. Like, no messing about. I can't be bothered to like talk about these things for months and months on end. Let's just crack on Get basically. On and it and, and and then also you figure out quickly enough if it's gonna work or not. Like if you have just if you start doing it. And of course, like it's all been it's been lovely and, and really enjoyable and and um, a great antidote to, you know, everything that's going on in the world. It's just nice to go and sit with people and talk to them about interesting subjects. I've learned so much already. You know, we've only done like sort of 15, 16 episodes, but, you know, we're talking to people about, you know, and it's a bit different to blanking that we, you know, we still get some high profile people on, but it's more experts, thought leaders and stuff like that, which is, you know, it's interesting to do a slightly different kind of set of people i guess yeah, um, yeah. And, and talking and then when we talk to of high profile people it's about a specific subject like we had david badil on and we were talking about religion yeah you know um and stuff episode. like that yeah Thank robin ince was a good episode robin well. ince is great he's yeah. he's just like a, a ball of energy mm. um yeah and so yeah so things like that it's nice to be able to you know talk to even talk to high profile people but about something very specific specifically themed which is really interesting yeah um but it's just great it's just lovely to be able to do uh you know you know you you do a do a podcast with your best mate it's like it's just nice to be able to do that with like your best mate and yeah you know get to hang out and we have little trips up to london and it's just a little adventure and you know we laugh lots and yeah mess around and it's it's good yeah i would thoroughly recommend it, it the, i'll put the the link in the show notes for for unquestionable um and I'm looking forward, in the new year, we're going to sort out on my other, on the top 10 of anything yes. podcast, we're going to have a foursome, aren't we, Giles? We're I would love that. Me, you, Sophie, and I know. Uh, and Neil, I think we'll be, we just need to find a really good subject to do a top I know, 10 I know, I know. Keep, we keep saying to us, literally, I, I messaged uh, yesterday and said, look, we need to come up, come up with this idea, top 10 podcast. So we will, we will... We'll come up with something really good that we can uh, we yeah. can all have a chinwag about. Yeah, I'd love, I to, love to do that. I think that would be lots of fun. Um, I can't thank you enough, Giles. I mean, I, did, I didn't cry as much as I didn't cry at all. So I think you should oh, be no. a therapist as well. Let's. I think you did really well. I don't know. Well. I don't, I've, you know, I don't feel like I maybe, uh, maybe didn't push you to the edge enough. <laughs> we'll do that for the part two of yeah. the... Of the uh, of the episode um i mean do you want to tell everybody how they can get in touch with you and uh and uh, listen to all of your content and watch and read and stuff well the best thing is to find me on social media really which is at eli is tender 10 so it's e-l-i-i-s-t-e-n-d-e-r one zero and yeah you can pretty much find out about what i'm doing on on instagram 
Twitter. I'm going to still call it Twitter. I'm I always do. Yeah, Twitter. I, mean, I don't understand why everyone goes X, formerly known as Twitter. Just I know. It's, it it's, Twitter. Oh, it's like Prince, it's like, isn't it? Like the sign, formerly known as Prince. Yeah, um, you just made the title longer. You've got one letter in your title now and you've just made it longer. Yeah, I know. I know. Ridiculous. And do you know what? Guarantee in, in about 18 months' time, it will be back to being called Twitter again. Yeah, because they can't even change the, the, the website name. It's, it's nah. still Twitter.com. So yeah, you might so, as well just keep calling it that. Yeah. Oh, Elon, Nonsense. what are you doing? What are Nonsense. you doing? But yeah, I'll I'll put the link of that in the in the Thank show you. notes as well. Um, and like I say, in the darkness and the shitty dark water of social media, Giles is the little sliver of light. He genuinely is. He'll stick his head up in the parapet for things, and sometimes will get his ass bitten, but. But thank God bless you. I mean, I say I don't believe in God, but God bless you, Giles. Yeah. <laughs> For all oh, that well, you thanks, do. No, I, I really appreciate that. But yeah, I mean, look, it, you know, life is challenging from time to time. And um, yeah, I, I think, you know, if you can lean into those things you love in those dark moments and, and try and um, try and find people to talk to and reach out to, then I think that's, that's all you could ever really try and do, you know. And um yeah, I just hope that, yeah, I hope things start to ease off for you and you. They will. Always, there's always another day, as we say, yeah. and the, the sun will shine tomorrow, I'm sure. Um, if you want to email us, uh, uh, Big Black Bear Podcast. No, I'll start that again. I've got to get this right. It's a new pod, so I'm always getting this wrong. Big Black Bear Pod at gmail.com. Then it's uh, on Facebook and Instagram. It's Big Black Bear Podcast. And on X, formerly known as Twitter. Shit, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> it's Big Black Bear Pod. Uh, and then you can see the podcast on YouTube. And it's also on all good podcast providers. Um, don't forget, Unquestionable Podcast. The link is in the show notes. And also, if you want to listen to something a bit different, the top 10 of anything podcast with my pod bro, Neil, is there. Giles, once again, thank you so much for joining us. Have a lovely rest of the day. Take it Um, easy, man. And that'll do. Bye, friends.